Uh, Bush and Richie here with uh, the latest edition of the Hometime Podcast. Uh, there will come a point in uh, this episode uh, where you, you, you may, depending on the volume of your headphones, you, you may uh, hear my son in the background. <laughs> Just a heads up. I would say there's there's quite a big chance you'll hear his son. There's something that's <laughs> happening this evening. It's like the witching hour tonight with kids. I don't know what's going on, but they're all slightly crazy and climbing the walls a little bit. So there's a bit of unplanned chaos uh, in the show. But will we ever get to the bottom of what it was, though? This is the thing. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Listen to the podcast. Um, let, let us know if you if you, if you you hear anything. You, might, you, you may or may not. Uh, and at the end, I'll tell you what the tears were about. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Halfway through the week and downhill to the weekend now. It's Bush and Richie. This is Wednesday's Hometime Show. Hello. Hello, everybody. And as Richie said at the very start of the show, yes, there's a lot going on today. And we're reflecting that right here on Hometime. Across the pond, as we speak, the Biden administration is on the cusp of being inaugurated. I think uh, Trump's got until 5 p.m. until the kind of keys to the White House are handed over. Uh, He's furiously, President Trump, furiously granting pardons left, right and centre, even one to a rapper called Lil Wayne as he leaves office. And we're going to do the same thing here on the Hometime Show tonight. So here's the deal. We promised you this at the top of the show. We will live up to our pledges, our campaign pledges on this radio programme. You've got until five o'clock tonight to tell us about your minor misdemeanours and we will pardon you live on this radio programme. If you've done something a little bit a little bit sketchy, something you're not proud of during lockdown, tell Richie and I and there's a good chance you will be pardoned tonight. I'll step forward right now, Bush, and I will admit to... I I host our family uh, Zoom calls as we all get together remotely. Uh, I host them from my account, which means at the end I can kick people off. And every single Zoom call, without fail, my younger brother gets booted first. Oh, I love that. I love stuff like that. An an ongoing uh, detrimental joke to youngest family member. Fantastic. (laughs) Absolutely pardoned. Pardoned as far as I'm concerned. Can I pardon myself? Or will you be... Yashiknu, can you pardon me if I tell you my one? Put it to me and I'll I'll, I'll consider it. I always think, right, if you've left a property, if you're the previous tenant or owner, fine, I'll forward your mail on. If you're the one before that and you haven't got your act together to sort out redirection, you're dead to me. Uh, so I've, I've promised my other half, Katie, that if I get letters for the people who used to live here, uh, l- not the ones before us, but the ones before them, I'll, I'll say return to sender no longer at this address. I haven't been doing that. I've been ripping them up to shreds and then putting them in the bin. Uh, so I've been lying to her for probably about seven or eight months now. I don't have to give that a single second's thought. Absolutely pardoned. Fantastic. How do you feel? I feel now that I've been granted clemency. I don't know about you. I feel really good. Um, I, I feel like stripping naked and dancing down the street, the liberty that it's brought me. There you go. There you could have exactly this feeling tonight on the Hometime Show. Karen's been on to say, guys, I've logged on for my online classes. I've turned the video and microphone off and gone and had breakfast and joined back for the very end, claiming the internet connection was not good enough for video. Outrageous. <laughs> but she is pardoned. <laughs> Uh, Wayne says, I bought three new pairs of trainers within about two weeks of each other and I am ashamed to admit that one of these pairs are a pair of pundit trainers. 
unbelievable. It's got it's gone right to the top. The whole pundit shoe conspiracy has gone right to the top. I love people buying shoes at the moment when we're probably doing about 15 steps a day. It's amazing that he's gone from now. Uh, Nick says, I stayed in my room checking Twitter for 10 minutes after my Zoom call finished instead of going downstairs to help the wife with homeschooling. <laughs> oh, but he still pardons. And Brad says, I hid a couple of my girls' chocolates out of their selection boxes at Christmas and saved them for myself. Brad, Everyone has done that. That is easy to forgive. Uh, Dave in Telford says, I took my kids out for a cycle ride. As it was closed, I took them to the local golf course to ride up and down the fairway. Do you know, do you know what? That golf course may be closed, but there's still a greenskeeper working on them. I really hope you kept it at, at worst to the fairways. If you're cycling bikes around on golf greens, shame on you, Dave in Telford. Anyone who's involved in the turf management industry, imagine Dave and his kids doing jumps off the little bumps and stuff that you've got on a golf oh. course. It's out. It's sacrilege, isn't it? It is. Uh, Gary says, uh, I need a pardon for sneaking a beer into my jacket as I was walking the dog through the woods this morning. And he sent in a fantastic photo of his dog on a lead and a can of red stripe in his inside coat pocket. Adele, what are you after? What clemency? I would like to be pardoned for not baking any banana loaves during any of the lockdowns that we've had. Hold on a minute. If you like look at Instagram or Facebook, I thought that was the law. I thought you legally it's... had to make banana bread, right? Or at least go on about it on Instagram. <laughs> well, I think so, and I feel that I think that's why I feel like such a failure. It's because in all three of the lockdowns, I have never even attempted a banana loaf. Okay, Dale, we'll, we'll, we'll grant you clemency on that, but any any chance of you doing it in uh, in lockdown three? I'll give it my best shot, I think. I, I will at least try. I'll try and abide by the law. Okay, well, there's the deal. We'll commute your sentence if you at least try and give it a go, and make sure you tweet us a photo at Absolute Radio. Cheers, Adele. Will do. Thank you. Now, obviously, uh, this show starts at four o'clock every afternoon during the week, and Bush and I both very focused, but I have to hold my hands up and today say that I've been a little bit my eye on something else, and I'm not talking to you about any events in Washington, D.C. I'm talking about events in Great Yarmouth, uh, which has been hosting this week week and the last few weeks uh, the World Indoor Bowls Championships. And, Bush, I promise you, I reckon this is the next big sport. It's weird you should say that because Michael Croft has tweeted the show saying pundit shoes have even made it to the world of indoor bowls, which is what I presume you're watching uh, on the sly as well. And someone's crouching down next to three. I didn't even know there was indoor bowls. I thought it was literally the only the outdoor thing on, on a, a bowling green and wearing whites, that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Uh, world Championships indoor right now. It's taking place at the uh, the Potter's Holiday Camp uh, in um, uh, in Great Yarmouth. It's being screened on BBC Two. But what I don't understand is this could be the next, next big sport. There's no reason why any of us couldn't play it in our lounges at home. Push the sofas back. Oh. Suddenly you've got the, the ability to do indoor bowls. Uh, age and gender is no barrier to uh, this sport. You know, you can be whoever you are uh, and still throw a ball down uh, towards the jack and try and get it closest. I honestly reckon you go back 15 years darts was nothing now it's massive bowls could be 
the next big sport or the razzmatazz. I see what you're saying there. My vote for the next big thing, sports world, the next sport to get its moment in the sun, uh, for me, it's got to be badminton. I, I played quite a bit of badminton before the kind of lockdown and everything kicked in. And what I like about badminton, you get all shapes and sizes of people playing badminton. You, you look across a badminton court, and it's like looking into the Star Wars cantina bar. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and and I, I think what a fantastic every every person sport to be involved in. Maybe badminton could be the next big thing. Who knows? Nat says uh, fencing. I want to see people poke each other with sticks. Uh, there is that jeopardy <laughs> with fencing. Maybe it could be fencing. Uh, do you remember that famous like fencing bit of cheating from the Olympics years ago? Was it the Russians that were doing He had like electrodes down his pants or something like that and was, was it looked like he was scoring left, right and centre and it was, he was nowhere near him. Wow. Jasmine, you've got some bowls intel for us, haven't you? I've got a bit of bowls knowledge, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, so I play for a team in Horsham um, called Compton's, but obviously we, we haven't been able to practice since kind of March wow. but um so, so you play bowls so a team that's played you uh, and whether they've won or lost could quite legitimately say they've gone straight out of Compton <laughs> I could say that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so could this be the next big thing I think so it's great and well at rehearse at, when we play we have lots of people from different ages I mean there are a a fair amount of older people because it's not obviously running around but you do have to bend down a, a lot like you have to bend down to take your shots and you have to bend down to clear the rink at the end of the at the end of the end so it's you know it is energetic but not you know high paced it's not high impact by any stretch of are, imagination are you are, even though you, you would love your moment in the spotlight for that sport and that'd be a great thing are you ready for the responsibility and the pressure that comes with that you know for example you guys turning up in your team bus to play another team and you know people with firecrackers cra- crowd in the streets like you get when say man city go and play against manchester united are, are, you, are you are you ready for that kind of thing in the bowls industry well there is a national league and and some people that i play with do play in that national league um, I don't quite have the following of the kind of Premier League football, but I mean, I live in Crawley, so we're just picking that up from the FA Cup win. <laughs> we're, we're getting ready at all sides here. <laughs> well, do you know what I would love to see live Sky Sports 1 outdoor bowls going on and then maybe your home fans doing the Poznan back, turn the back on the crowd jumping thing whilst you're playing your rivals. That'd be great. I'd love to see that. Look, look, I would love to play on television, but I don't think I would like to wear our uniform on television because it isn't the most flattering modern thing you've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Diane suggests, what about poo sticks? Now, poo sticks is the game where you drop a twig or or a log into the into a stream and then you run along and see whether you can see it come out the other side we played this when we went to a, a little uh, weekend away back in the day when we used to be able to go and do stuff in the Cotswolds and it, I tell you what it was more fun than I expected it to be I'd watch it on TV I would love to see something end up on Sky Sports that was uh, something that basically came out of a book by A.A. A. Milne that would be absolutely amazing uh, Paul Johnson says Boys, don't don't forget, breaking uh, breakdancing is actually at the twenty twenty four Paris Olympics. Oh my God! Yeah, forgotten about that. That's madness. But man, it's just it's maybe it's it's its moment in the spotlight, like you say. H says next big sports thing has to be recycling bin sorting. The fastest to sort out the right plastics, tubs, and cardboard into the right boxes. Draw the line at food waste. No one wants to see that on match of the day. <laughs> Clive, what's it going to be? Yes, kiteboarding. Kiteboarding. Now, I have cycled down to the seafront in Leon Sea on many occasions, 
And I've seen these people with what looks like a surfboard, but they're also attached to what looks like a kite. And they go about 15, 20 feet in the air. Is this kite boarding? That's it. You got it. Uh, Bush, uh, well, Bush has seen it. What, what, did you re- what, what did you reckon to it then, Bush? Was it something that you'd try? Well, we, we, took the, we took a few cans of lager down. This is honestly true. Down to South End Seafront, uh, me and my mate John, and sat there and watched it. This, is, this was still like uh, during the first lockdown, I think it was. And I am not joking. These guys were going like about 15, 20 feet in the air. It looks amazing. It's almost like a bit of ballet with the way that they're flipping on the waves and being picked up by the, the wind. But it's terrifyingly dangerous. I mean, I would definitely watch it on TV if it was a dedicated channel of it. So maybe it could be the next big thing. Well, I would hope so. We'd love to hear about your genius TV setups. Uh, I think particularly at the moment with working from home going on, you might have got yourself some kind of setup where you're doing a little bit of working from home, uh, but also uh, you've got something hooked up where you're doing a bit of sly watching at the same time. That might be working for you. If there's some kind of viewing setup, uh, whether it's for in the evening or in the bath or while you're working that you've got that you'd like to boast about we'd like you to tell us about it this evening and so please describe to everyone what was going on in your bathroom the other night you put on instagram because you appeared to be i don't know what you were watching there was there was an, uh, an unnecessary amount of inner thigh in the photo that you took as well i would say for uh pre-watershed <laughs> I was I was watching Breaking Bad on my uh, iPad. A little bit slow to the party on this one. I'm into the final season now. Uh, but I wanted to watch it in the bath because I was having a relaxing bath. But, of course, iPads, bath, water, it's not a great combo. Uh, so I had to get some sort of uh, portable picnic chair from the spare room, uh, put that uh, up by the side of the bath, then put something on top of that uh, so that my iPad could rest on top at a level that I could see out of the bath, and then also wow. had to put a, a candle behind the iPad so it was leaning forward at a degree that I was able to still see whilst lying in the bath. It was horrendous but effective. It, to me, that that sounds like the first 10 minutes of the TV show Casualty when you're trying to work out who's going to have an accident around the United Kingdom. It's you. Cynthia <laughs> uh, and uh, many others of you have got in touch uh, talking about these. Uh, they're called bath butlers, Bush. Uh, she's had one knocked up by her uh, by her boyfriend, uh, sort of homemade. But you can <laughs> steady. <laughs> but you can uh, you can buy them. They can hold your iPad in a little slot. But you can have uh, uh, a cup of coffee or a tea, or dare I say, something a little bit colder in the bath. I tell you, it'd be like Winston Churchill in his darkest hour or whatever. There, sat there in the bath with the telly going on. It's weird, isn't it? Because I, I remember my nana having one of them in Liverpool. Like you remember, like old fashioned freezing cold bathrooms from back in the day, like when you go to your nan's house. And that normally would have had like like a is it um not like a cuttlefish but like something you would have scrubbed a with pumice stone like a pumice stone a pumice stone pumice stone and like an old bit of imperial leather soap. It's amazing how te- technology has moved on. And speaking of technology, we're, we're after two different types of things tonight. We want brilliant bits of crowbarring to be able to watch TV, maybe whilst you're working or just lounging around or whatever. But we also want to know about amazing bits of tech. If you've you've just proud, you thought you know during the lockdown 
you treat the family to a fancy bit of technology and you want to show it off ahead of tonight's uh, watch along. Tom says, check out my newly bought backlight. He's got a TV with a weird, eerie blue light coming out the back of it. It's like close encounters of the third kind. I just want the screen to look good. If you've got time to make the back of your screen look good as well, then you're doing well in life. But I have to say, I'm jealous. It looks ace. I can hear my son crying in the background, by the way, uh, but I'm just choosing to ignore it. I'm at work. Um, He's heard the show. He's heard the show. God bless him. <laughs> he doesn't fancy Deep Impact. Uh, we've had a lot of people giving us clogs saying Deep Impact and um, Armageddon, same movie. Well, it is weird, right? Because I've never seen Deep Impact. Armageddon's one of my favourite films. I don't understand how those two films can be around at the same time. If they are, you've got you've got a hell of a situation going. On. What is that now? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see Bush, it ain't about. happening. It ain't happening. All right. If, if, if I pretend it's not, it's bath time. <laughs> oh, so we've got the same situation going on at the moment. This is it, isn't it? You like people must be listening to this now and have probably been in Zoom meetings and that where they've had the kid in the background or coming up to you or, or you having to just say I'm going to have to put myself on mute for a second and deal with this. It's working from <laughs> home, isn't it? End this pandemic. I just want to be back in the studio. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? Pick up on anything? Um, yeah. Just a little bit. So as, little bit. As, as we mentioned, it was, it was bath time uh, when uh, that kicking off was going on about. Um, the tears were because uh, he wanted more toothpaste on his toothbrush uh, than his mum would let him have. Now, the bit I heard in the background, because obviously we, we were talking down the line to each other, I heard mm-hmm. Natalie pleading with you, saying she'd put what I heard was, her say was an adequate amount of toothpaste <laughs> onto his toothbrush. You always get that, don't you? When, when there's sort of like uh, one parent trying to take care of a, a crying child and then the other yeah. parent wades on in, you've almost got the other parent goes into defence mode immediately. And I, yeah. I think, yeah, you would have heard it during the songs, Bush, you're going, it's, it's, all, it's all about his toothpaste. I've put on a perfect adequate amount and he wants more i want to see that's what it's about does she ever does she scrimp a little bit on toothpaste application would you say that i don't want to cause any troubles in the relationship or anything like that at all but do you you think she's putting given enough toothpaste for rocco i think if i whisper quietly um what might be um going on here is that she puts the correct amount of toothpaste on and maybe with dad um (laughs) i put a bit too much on (laughs) making a rod for your own back Anyway, um, let's sing ourselves out with a sea shanty. <laughs> 